Hi, this is Cousin Vinny on the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. That's C-U-Z-I-N-V-I-N-N-I-E Network.com. So what are we going to be talking about in this series of episodes? It's all about the CrystalRiverMall.com, located at 1801 U.S. Highway 19 in Crystal River, Florida. And with me today is the mall manager, Millie Bresnahan. Millie, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Vinny. I am excited about using this um, venue to be able to talk about the mall. A lot of people have questions and stop by and see me on a regular basis to ask questions. So this is this is kind of cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things we want to talk about is, you know, when was the mall built? And it opened in 1990. It was under construction through the late 88 and 89. And it was built on over 40 acres. I believe it was 43 acres. Mm -hmm. And um, they put in, it was a Simon de Bartola uh, property. De Bartola is the one that originally developed it and bought the land. And Simon came in as a partner later. And there's a good reason for that, and we'll talk about that, um, because with Simon, it made it very easy for leasing. They had malls, and they were building malls at that time in the 80s and 90s. They were building malls all over the country, in indoor, enclosed malls. Right. And actually here, they built a mall in Ocala. They mm-hmm. built this one. They built one in Leesburg, and they built one in Newport Ritchie. So they were... 30 miles apart, all four of them. Right. And that's kind of what he, he was doing. Um, he took care of the ruralness. He was able to take care of the uh, being able to get the merchandise to the, the malls because he had four, four shopping centers for them to go between. So he took care of his own, uh, you know, being able to get the merchandise to to the stores in the rural neighborhoods. Yeah, that was a critical uh, component other, at that time, right? I mean, that's the way everything. Yeah, moved. and it's and it's and it really still is. Logistics is a big issue here in Citrus right. County. Right. Um, so that's that's so that's how he overcame that. Um, the other thing that it did for him is it made it easy for leasing. He was able to put some, you know, national tenants in all of the malls. Um, and, and a lot of people don't understand. They they wonder, how come we don't have those stores now? Well, in these neighborhoods, you know, in the 90s, early 90s, the demographics just weren't there. The, we didn't have enough people. We didn't have enough uh, high enough income to support filling a regional mall with stores. And, you know, those retailers need to make money. Absolutely. So that's that's how they were able to do it. Simon had these people um, sign multiple multiple leases. So some of them were in 180 malls across the country. Wow! So that's it is it was really amazing mm-hmm. and quite quite the money making operation for them. They were very very high high expensive leases. So. Anyway, when they're they signed, you know, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-year leases, right. and when the when those leases were up, most of them came up after Simon had let them all go. 
so uh, they did not renew. And they really shared with me and a lot of people that they did not make money the, the whole entire time that they were there. Um, so it, even if you reduce the rent substantially, they could not still make money. So do you think that was, it was part, very interesting? So was that a thing you think that was part of their ploy when they, when they set these up that if you want to be in the big house, you got to, you know, go to the little house and. You, right. You have to actually sign to be in a minor market to be right. in a major market. Right. And, and that's the way they did it. And he's probably still doing that, although he's specializing in prime outlets now and, mm-hmm. And uh, outdoor malls, where the uh, which is very smart because there is no uh, the maintenance isn't the right, same, and right. you don't have the costs for running air conditioning into the common area. So little 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 things like that are big dollar amounts. Well, you got the big tent, you got to cool. Yeah, we do, and um, and, and it's 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 you know what's happening now is we're kind of. Um, you know, changing. We're taking a look at using the space differently. Um, we're morphing into more entertainment, restaurants, uh, personal services. You can come in and get your nails, your hair. You can have a massage, get a tattoo. Um, you can get your shoes repaired. A lot of personal service kind of things. And or you can go to the movies and have food from one of the restaurants. Right. And that's kind of the way it's going. Plus, we've added what we've recently added is the uh, business hub. So we have the uh, executive hub, citrusexecutivehub.com, and it's office space that people can come in and, and use um, and, and rent by the hour or by the month or by the week or by the day. Um, so it's, it's really a, a cool way of using some space that we had. And by the way, that's where we're, we're taping from here in the Citrus Executive Hub in our podcasting studio, which is an asset yeah. to the community. That, yes. yes, it is. And that's very exciting. And so another, another thing, I mean, everybody talks about um, national trends and, and how, you know, the malls are falling apart all over the country. Well, all over the country, they're doing what we're doing. Um, some of them have decided to go into housing or healthcare, or schools or churches. They have taken their big boxes and their big space and changed its use. And that's, that's what we're doing. Um, another thing, Vinny, that's very interesting is everybody believes that the demise of the malls has to do specifically with the online sales. And what they don't know, and what's interesting, is online sales are only 10% of the retail sales right. nationally. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's very little. Right. It's very little. And what's... What's happening now is it's kind of interesting. The market is changing again. So you're going to see a trend where the national retailers will come in to a smaller footprint. Instead of having that big 50,000 square foot building, they'll go into 5,000 square feet and you will be able to pick up your online purchases there or order there and still be able to feel and touch the merchandise. And that's really that's really where it's headed. Yeah, we're seeing cool. we're seeing that in Sarasota with the new uh, mall down there that Benderson built. 
smaller footprints, more shops, more more choices. And again, like you said, you know, you can pick up your merchandise at at the at the shop in town. Yes, and and people still like to do that. Uh, millennials millennials surprisingly like to see things. They like to touch it. Mm-hmm. So as as do boomers. Mm-hmm. So the it's it's it is it will come back. It's just you're going to have to offer a uh, a smaller footprint for them. So like take one of your big boxes and divide it up into ten different uh, stores. Right. And that would be that would be one way of doing it. So what we should do is invite everyone to come out and take a tour of the mall and kind of really see what's here because people have misperceptions of that everything is closed, there's nothing, there's no reason to go there anymore. And I think they'll be pleasantly surprised. And all the events that you put on here on a regular basis for the different nonprofits, the big car show you just had recently here, uh, this weekend there's an event coming up too that you've been doing. Yes, the the, um, RSVP Indoor Market. And that's been going on for years. That's always the second weekend of the month. And it's, you know, it's people who, they're vendors that handcraft everything. So it's everything from food to uh, things that you can give as gifts, um, you know, all kinds of stuff. Sometimes right. it's um, any, any, any of those kind of things. Right. But it's very cool. You get the, the local artisans involved in it. And they make jewelry and sell it, and you know, very cool. So if they, somebody uh, wanted to come, eat little spaces. So if somebody yeah. wanted to come by and, and take a tour, how would they reach you? Phone number. Well, they can they can they can stop by the office anytime. Okay. And um, there's the contact number on the door if I'm not here, but they can also call me. Um, they can call the office and leave a message, and I'm pretty good about returning calls. That number is 352-795-2585. And they can also shoot me an email at millie.bresnan at gmail.com. So I'm open and available, and I would love to have people stop by. People people do now. They stop by and tell me what they think. Um, and I'd be happy to take you on a tour and show you kind of what the thoughts are for the future. Okay. Well, with that, let me let me uh, leave it at that, and then we'll pick this up at the the next next episode. So please take some time to visit okay. the sponsor, here, the Christopher Mall. Without their, you know, input and their help, this network not be possible. So thanks uh, for tuning into the Cousin Vinny Network. <laughs>